This is a Soulfire production. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I am going to dive into a listener question. We're going to talk about fear and intuition. Just a reminder, if you have a question that you would like answered on the podcast, explored on the podcast, whether it's for me or for the guides, just go to christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D, and you can submit your question right there. And that is definitely a love language for me as a quad right generator. When you send me a question, it just makes me real happy. Gives me something to respond to. (laughs) So that's where you can submit your questions, FYI. I also just want to say I just recorded, I record my podcast in advance, especially in the holidays. So, you know, when this comes out, I will have done this a long time ago. But as I'm recording this, I just finished recording the bonus meditation for those of you who are leaving an Amazon rating and review for my new book, Pain, Love, and Purpose. If you leave a five-star Amazon review and you take a screenshot of that review and then email it to media at christinathechannel.com, we will get back to you and send you over this free bonus meditation as a thank you. That's all about connecting with your purpose. It's a longer meditation. It also has like an activation energy work in it. You guys know, if, if you're in the channel collective, you know how I like to do meditations. I don't like just like boring meditations. I like to do energy work in meditations. It's super activating. So it's about, it's almost 30 minutes. So it's a longer one. It's one that you could do, you know, maybe like, like as you need it or once a week or something, just really connect you with that sense of purpose and do some of that energy work. But it's so good. Like I just finished it and I, one of my friends is coming over tonight and I told her that we're going to do it when she gets here <laughs> because it's so good. I, I want to do it. So I just want to let you know about that. And yeah, as always, I'm so grateful for all of the support with, with this book. I can't say it enough. So grateful for all of you who are ordering it, reading it, sharing it. I love seeing people's favorite poems. So, you know, don't be afraid to take a screenshot of, you know, your favorite poem, share it to social media and tag me so I can see what you're loving. Cause I'm just so curious. And yeah, I'm just grateful for all of the shares and support. I'm so proud of this book and can't believe it's already out, you know? (laughs) This is really my heart in a book. So pain, love, and purpose, find it on Amazon and leave that review to get your bonus meditation. If you are obsessed with optimizing brain function, cognition, memory, like me, all things brain health, you've got to get your hands on Organifi Pure. This is a clinically proven cognitive enhancement lemonade designed to increase your mental focus instantly. It's all natural, 100% USDA certified organic and filled with superfoods and organic compounds shown to increase brain health and ward off forgetfulness. I've got a lot of stuff going on all the time. I run multiple companies. I've written like five books in the last six months. I'm on way too many platforms, all the things. Organifi Pure saves the day. Brain health is everything. When your brain is clear, you can do so much more and so much less time because you're focused, you're precise, your brain is just ready to go. Everything is better. Pure tastes like a healthy lemonade. Who doesn't love that? And some of the main ingredients are Neurofactor, which is a compound isolated from organic coffee berries. Clinical research shows that it increases brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein in the brain responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells by up to 206%. Whoa. There's also lion's mane mushroom, which we all know and love. 
lion's mane is known to increase neurogenesis in the brain, aka the creation of new brain cells. Add some lion's mane into your routine and your brain will be working way better. There's also ACV, which is great for gut health, digestion, and supporting the gut-brain axis, plus aloe vera, ginger root, lemon, digestive enzymes, and coconut water. Whenever I need extra focus, a little pick-me-up. I go for Organifi Pure. Tastes delicious. Just add it to some water. You've got yourself a healthy lemonade and your brain will just turn on. So if you want to try out Organifi Pure or any of Organifi's other incredible products, because we all know I drink them all, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. Stock up on pure, on green, on gold, on chocolate gold, on harmony. That's the Christina the Channel starter pack. Enjoy. All right, let me jump into today's topic. So someone asked, how does fear block intuition? I have fears that I can't tell if it's my intuition or real thoughts. So this is a really important question. Thank you for sending it in. And I know I've talked about fear versus intuition on the podcast and in other places before, but I don't think that we can explore this topic enough because if I do anything before I leave this incarnation, it has to be helping as many people as possible learn to listen to their intuition, (laughs) to recognize it and to hear it. Listening to it means taking action on it and trusting it, right? This is discernment. This is self-sufficiency. This is trusting yourself. And there has never been a more important time on the planet to learn how to discern for yourself, to trust yourself. It doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It matters what you think. It matters what is most aligned for you, what resonates for you. We have to be able to make our most aligned choices. My intuition, connecting with my intuition to me is foundational for it's it's life. Like if there's one skill in life, it has to be listening to your intuition for my health and healing from all my chronic illnesses, advocating for myself in the health space, in my career, 100% to be an entrepreneur, to run multiple businesses, it's all about making decisions. It's about knowing when to act, when to hold back. It's all intuition, being able to hold space for people, being a good friend, showing up for the people you love, being a good partner, being in relationship. So much of what's underneath having healthy relationships, which I believe is a skill. Like I think that having healthy relationships, knowing how to be in a relationship is something that we should be taught the same way, you know, most people aren't really taught communication skills. I think it's the same thing with relationships. And this is why a lot of relationships don't work out is because of misunderstandings, lack of communication, Like we don't even learn how to be in healthy dynamics and whatever, I'm going off on a tangent, but I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And underneath all of this, like if I look at every area of my life and how I create the things I want, knowing how to manifest, like everything is intuition. Everything is intuition. If you learn to listen to your intuition, take action on it, trust it. When you're really connected with your intuition, you will build so much confidence. You'll be unbreakable. You will be unstoppable. You will be able to manifest things that you want in your life. You will feel that sense of independence and sovereignty. You won't be dependent on somebody else to make your decisions for you or to create things for you, do things for you. It's about taking your power back. Intuition is foundational. I think it should be a class in kindergarten, but what do I know? So obviously I love this topic and how does fear block intuition? And then I have fears that I can't tell if it's my intuition or real 
thoughts? So I actually want to talk about the second part of that question first. I have fears that I can't tell if it's my intuition or real thoughts. So typically when when your intuition is coming through, and I think it's really helpful to learn more about the clair senses. I've done a podcast on the different clairs, which are your psychic senses. So psychic seeing and hearing and knowing and feeling, there's smelling, there's all, there's all kinds of senses. The four main ones are for most people are going to be seeing, hearing, knowing, feeling. So learning about those and how they show up is going to be really helpful for starting to tune into, you know, how does my intuition come through? How do I know, you know, where to look? Again, check out my YouTube videos on those different senses and then my podcast on those as well. When you know where to look, then you can start to pay more attention there and see or give space for your intuition to, to come through and start to identify it. And this is about getting to know the voice of your intuition. Once again, that could be like the voice if you're if you're hearing it, which often sounds like your own voice in your head, or even if you're seeing it, like I'm clairvoyant. So if I'm seeing a vision, I'm still using these all as as, you know, how am I hearing, knowing the voice of my intuition? But this is what I know about my intuitive voice. The intuitive voice, however your intuition is coming through, is more of a, it's a neutral, loving voice. So intuition doesn't come through in this panic mode. So for me, if I'm having stuff come in and it's like fear-based, it's based in fear, that's not my intuition. That's my fear talking right? So my fear could be talking or my intuition, my my love could be talking. Now, sometimes my intuition will tell me things that I might not like, but when it comes through, it's not in a fear-based voice. If I have any like fear around it, it's after the message comes in. So the difference is like if the message sounds like fear, right? It's, it has this like energy of panic and fear within it. That's my ego. That's my fear. That's not my intuition. But my intuition might come through in a very like neutral slash loving way because sometimes it feels just neutral. Just like a bit of information pops in and then I process it or think about it and my reaction to it might be not neutral or loving. It might be more fear, but the message itself wasn't rooted in fear because my intuition is going to be neutral or loving. Our intuition isn't here to scare us. It's here to guide us on the most aligned path which is why, you know, the way I view it is like my intuition is always guiding me to the highest path for me. It's not going to like tell me negative things that are going to happen because it's guiding me in alignment with the positive things. Or if it's something that is, you know, my ego maybe thinks it's negative, like I don't want to go through the releasing of a relationship or part of my business or whatever it is. It's guiding me through it in a very loving way guiding me through it in the most effortless way possible. And it's not doing it from this like fear-based place. So I think big examples for me have been like living situations, ending relationships, or getting rid of parts of my business. So let's take business, right? Let's say I'm getting an intuitive nudge that I need to release something. I need to shut down. Like when I, when I closed No BS Biz School, I was scared shitless to do that. I was like a huge part of my life a huge part of my income, but I just kept getting the intuitive nudge and nothing was moving. Like my whole life just felt stuck and my intuition was nudging me to release it. It wasn't nudging me in a way that was like, if you don't do this, something bad's going to happen, right? It wasn't like using fear to nudge me in that direction. It was, hey, release this, release this and just guiding me in a very loving way as to what to do and then what to do next. But the other side we can look at this from is... I'll say like 
even your authority in in human design, um, specifically if let's say it's emotional or splenic, splenic, however you want to say it, um, that can feel sometimes more like fear, like with your emotions or your spleen, like the fight or flight. And this is one place where maybe it will feel like fear, but it's it's a little more nuanced. So I have been in situations where it's more locational for me. It might be I'm going to a certain place, I'm in a specific area, I'm at a certain event, and I might walk in and immediately my body says no. My body is saying no, we don't want to be here. So that could be my sacral, that could be my spleen talking, however you want to look at it. If I'm going somewhere, my body, my nervous system is like, no, 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 no. And I was feeling fine before. That is one way that my intuition will speak to me, right? Or sometimes I get, I go into even like a house and I'm like, I don't, I have a creepy feeling. And there wasn't anything that caused it. Uh, it, it was just kind of out of nowhere. You know, that could be my intuition saying, this is not a safe place, get out. So sometimes that kind of fight or flight energy will tell us to move when it is urgent, you know? And so for me, I always trust that. Like if I'm having this feeling in my body of like, this isn't, this isn't where I should be, uh, there might be, you know, something that's unsafe. Sometimes it is a safety thing. Sometimes it's, uh, just an energy thing. Like the, the people around at the place isn't resonant. Sometimes it's like, oh, I just, I'm not supposed to be there because there's going to be some drama and I don't want to be around it. So I don't always jump to an extreme, but that is one place where, you know, I, I, I could see how somebody would interpret that as, okay, my fear is getting me to leave, but it feels a little bit different for me. Like, how can I articulate this? Because it's a feeling, right? And so if my body is saying, like, it, it's the difference between my body saying no, like, I don't want to be here and my nervous system just kind of ramping up and my fight or flight, you know, saying, hey, something's going on. It's, it's more of that, like, that animal instinct within me of like, you know, if you're an animal in the forest and you're like, what's over there, right? Just being aware. And I might say, okay, no, this is not the place. And I don't need to understand why. I don't need to hang out and figure out why I need to exit. And so that's one way in certain situations, if I have to make a quick exit, my intuition will come through on my body that way, which, you know, for me intuitively, if I'm creating space to get intuitive messages, if I'm in a one-on-one conversation, I'm a little more available for like my clear audience, so hearing or even seeing visions. Um, when I'm just like outliving my life, I have that all turned down. And so the way that my intuition is going to nudge me somewhere is going to be through my physical body or an emotion. Like I'm going to feel it come up really intensely. And once again, like for me, I'm paying attention to also, you know, did this just come out of the blue or did something cause this? Because when it comes up just out of the blue and you're feeling it or knowing it or whatever, right, right in your body, that, that's your intuition speaking. Versus if something happened and then suddenly, you know, you're upset or however you're feeling, there we have like a cause and reaction, which I'm not saying don't pay attention to that, but your intuition will have this kind of out of nowhere feeling like you can't, you can't make it up, but you're feeling it for real. But my point is when I'm living my life, it's going to come up more my body or my fight or flight sense because I'm not like in the moment, um, you know, tuning in to hear voices in my head necessarily. Sometimes it comes through, but I don't usually have like visions when I'm in any type of group setting. I, I turn things down a little bit. So the difference is almost like the texture, the undertone, or one is like an instinct of like, this isn't the space. My body is saying no. My body's saying no versus fear feels like 
it feels different in my body because fear feels more like, oh, I know I have a, a fear of this. Like I know I have a fear of something and then I'm walking into the situation and I think that might come up. So I'm afraid versus this more like instinctual thing or a no in my body or a I'm feeling low frequency. But here's the other side, like just in this, this statement, like I have fears that I can't tell if it's my intuition or real. So <laughs> like it's all real, right? Like if you're, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're intuiting, like it's all real. You're experiencing it. Whether or not you can explain it, your emotions are real. Your intuition is real. And then there's the realness of whatever's happening, but that's, that's all real and that's all valid. But I think, I think what this person is getting at is like, is this my intuition telling me to leave, to get out, to say no? Or is this just a fear that I have to overcome? I think that's what's underneath this question. And what I'll say is, once again, like, is it coming from love or is it coming from fear? I ask myself that question. Is it rooted in abundance or is it rooted in scarcity? I ask myself that question. And the thing is, like, I go into it. So it's like, what am I really afraid of here? What's the worst that's going to happen? What does my intuition want me to know about it? Your intuition won't guide you with fear. But like I said, like often, often my intuition guides me to things where that, that I'm scared shitless about, like releasing things, ending things, letting go of things, making drastic changes or moves. Like I am usually afraid of what my intuition tells me to do. I think that context is so important whenever there's like, because I don't know what this is about, right? So whenever it's something where it's like, could I be getting in a situation where it's dangerous? Like, that's where I'm like, your fight or flight might be your intuition saying, don't go there. You know, like if I'm in a forest and suddenly I'm getting really afraid in a certain area, uh, that's my sign to leave, to leave. And that has saved me many times. But if we're talking about a fear that's maybe like, I don't know, I'm afraid to leave my career and do what I really want to do, or I'm afraid to break up with my partner there's a little more room to like dive into that and work with that and really get underneath it, right? Because I mean, actually getting underneath the fear is going to be really helpful for learning more about yourself and recognizing if there are, are any limiting beliefs underneath it. So in that setting, if it's like, oh, I want to leave my career, but I am afraid, that's <laughs> that's not your intuition, that's your fear, right? Or I want to leave this relationship, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm never going to find anybody else. I'm afraid I'm not going to have any friends because all of our friends cross over. Like if that's the fear, now you're looking at fear versus inner knowing, soul desire, right? And I always, I always feel like fear can sometimes be like the outside, the outside layer. And then inside is like the kernel of wisdom, which is your desire, which is your inner knowing. So fear is trying to protect us, right? The ego has learned a lot of things from previous experiences, from conditioning, and the ego is trying to protect us. And so that's where our fear will come up. Well, don't do that because this might happen because this happened 10 years ago. Or this happened to your friend or your sister or your mom. And so the ego is sometimes trying to protect us so much that it puts us into this energy of contraction rather than expansion because it, it, it the ego is basically operating under, well, what happened before might happen again and we don't want that to happen again. The soul knows more. The soul knows that often it happened before so that we can learn from it and it doesn't have to happen again, right? That's one of the biggest limiting beliefs that's super helpful to rewire is shifting out of the belief that, you know, what happened before is going to happen again and rewiring in 
just because it happened before doesn't mean it's going to happen again. In fact, it's less likely to because I already went through the experience. But if we identify as someone who keeps attracting in the same pattern again and again, or I always have this happen to me, this always happens, well, you're going to keep creating that experience and attracting it in versus, oh, okay, I went through it, learned the lesson, got through the initiation onto the next level, and now we're done with that one. Let's move on. But what I'll say is really just allowing space for your intuition to come through. Like I always say, it's really helpful just to give your ego and your fear some room to talk, like ask, like, what are the fears? Go into them. Let me list them all out. Let me just go into my worst case scenario. Like, let's just face it head on. And then let's give my intuition some room. And when you give them both room, you can start to see as different things come up. But at the end of the day, if you want to be able to identify fear versus intuition, you need to get to know the voices more which means giving them both space. I actually think, you know, a lot of people just try to avoid their fear. And, you know, I want to know my fear very well. I want to know what it sounds like. I want to know what the energy is like because then I can identify it, right? It's like if I want to be able to identify my friend's voice on the phone, if I don't know the number calling me, you know, and I answer and they say, hello, how do I identify who that is? If I'm like, oh, I know that's my friend, whoever. I, I know their voice because I've heard it because I'm familiar with it. And so how do you identify any other voice, your fear, your ego, your soul, your intuition, you get to know them, you spend more time with them. So I actually think it's very helpful to spend time talking to, listening to your fear. You don't have to act on it. I'm not saying act on it, you know, uh, but give it some space because then I can start to know what it sounds like and what it feels like. And then same thing with my intuition, with the voice of my soul, the more time I spend meditating, journaling, automatic writing, I'm really getting to know the different textures and tones and feelings connected to these different voices that we all have within us. And then I can more easily identify them, right? So now it's at the point where something will come up for me and I can immediately tell, oh, that's my fear versus, oh, that's my intuition. And I've talked about this before, but even just starting to notice how it, like, how it feels in your body and where it's coming from, my intuition will feel like it's coming from my heart space or my crown chakra. I will have more of a buzzy feeling positively. Um, Sometimes at the back of my head too, but it feels like it's coming from deep within and it's softer and it's more neutral and it's loving. And my fear will come from the front of my head, like in my brain. It feels very like mental. It feels very heady or it feels kind of like ungrounded in my body. Like like I'm in this like trauma response. And I'm like, this is not feel grounded. I do not feel grounded in it. So the more time you spend connecting to both, the easier it will be to identify, use the resources in the channel collective. That's what they're there for. When I first started opening up intuitively, I felt really overwhelmed and I wished there was one place that I could go where I could get all of my questions answered and learn really everything I needed. That is exactly why I created my psychic development course. Everyone is intuitive, and this is one of your biggest superpowers, and there's always more to unlock. So whether you're just starting out exploring your psychic abilities, or if you're already tapped in but looking to develop those gifts even further, this course is perfect for you. I've taken the most helpful things I've learned on my journey and put it into one jam-packed course that walks you through opening up your gifts and deepening them step-by-step. I teach you how to fully open your clairs 
how to connect with spirit guides and ascended masters, how to master the art of psychic protection and boundaries, which is huge for tapping into high frequency information. We talk about using psychic tools, portals, vortexes, soul centers, and so much more. When you sign up, you get lifetime access to 40 pre-recorded video lessons, five meditation activations that I have infused with a high 70 energy, exclusive invocations and connection processes, downloadable PDFs, and so much more to help you on your journey. It's a self-paced course. You can take your time and it's jam-packed and you'll get access to the Channel Collective membership for three months. So you'll have access to all of that information as well and all of those Q&A calls for that touch point with me. So if you are ready to fully open up your intuitive gifts, make sure you check out my psychic development course. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash courses and you'll find it right there. Now let's get into like, how does fear block intuition? Oh man, so many ways. So back to what I was saying before, I think of like, almost like if it's a peanut, fear is like the shell and the peanut inside is your intuition. And so sometimes you have to like break past that shell before you can even see what the intuition is. And that's what can happen with fear where it like quite literally blocks intuition You can't even see it because the fear is stopping you from seeing the full picture. But if we are afraid of something, we often are not fully energetically, vibrationally available to even know it. And so this is what I've talked about before in different contexts around like, if you don't want something to be true, then you'll never get that answer. If you are asking your intuition something, but you've already decided that a certain set of answers or one certain answer is not allowed to be it, like that's a hard no, then it won't come through and it'll feel like nothing is coming through. So you'll feel stuck with your intuition. One, if you've been getting an intuitive message and you're just not taking action on it, I find that whenever you're just not listening to your intuition, it will feel like it all just kind of shuts off because you've already gotten the message. And so until you take action on it, nothing more is gonna come through. But the other piece is if there's something you've already decided you will not do, I will not do that. I can't be the answer. I'm too afraid of that. Then what you've basically done is, how can I describe this? We'll use an analogy. So what we'll use is you're in a house and you're looking for a missing, uh, there's a, a key that's missing, okay? And you know it's in your house somewhere, but in your head, you're like, oh, I know it's not in the guest room. It's not in the guest room. So you're looking all over the house. You're tearing apart the house. You're never looking in the guest room because you're like, I've never been in there. I've never been in there in the last you know, three weeks and I had it two weeks ago. So that's not an option. So you're just writing that off as an option. You're never going in there, you're tearing through the house and you just can't find it. And you're feeling so annoyed and you're like, where could it be? And you're going crazy. And you know what happened was your cat picked up that key randomly with its mouth and brought it into the guest room. So you had no idea, but somehow it's in the guest room. And if you had just allowed yourself to view the guest room as an option and gone in there, you would find the key. And so what people do is they will decide that, you know, certain answers can't be the answer. And so then they never find what they want because it's in the guest room, which they've already written off. So if you've already decided that leaving your current situation, moving, making a change, releasing a friendship, releasing any type of relationship or stepping into a certain relationship, taking a certain job, whatever it is. Uh, And I've had this with health stuff too, to be honest. Like, you know, it seems so little, but it's like, if I've already decided, well, 
removing that food cannot be an option. This was like me and avocado. It took me like three years to figure out avocado is giving me all these issues because I was not energetically available for the thing that was giving me issues to be avocado. Like I, (laughs) I know this sounds so silly, but I think it's helpful because I kept asking and tuning in. I was like, I'm not getting anything. Why am I still dealing with this, blah, blah, blah. And then there hit a point where I, I was like, okay, everything is an option. Every single thing is an option. Even the things that I think are so healthy and couldn't be causing any issues, it's all an option. And I had to get to that place of full, full surrender of whatever it is, I'm fine. I will genuinely like whatever needs to get removed for a period of time, like totally fine. And when I really got to that space vibrationally of full surrender of like full openness to whatever the problem was, avocado. I thought, oh my God, why have I not thought of that for the last three years? Spirit guides, why didn't you guys tell me? Intuition, why didn't you tell me? Pendulum, what the hell? And you know why I never got that answer was because I didn't want that to be the answer. So I never even allowed it to be an option. So the answer never came through. And then I felt stuck, which is why setting your intention before you're really tuning in And being really clear of, I am genuinely open to whatever the answer is. There is nothing that's off limits slash, I already know it's something that I don't know, right? So it it works in the other way too. Sometimes people aren't getting intuitive answers because they're basically scanning from the library of what they already know. They think the answer is going to be something they've already heard of before. They're already familiar with, they've already experienced. And so they're basically directing their flashlight just in the areas that they've seen before. But if the answer is something you've never seen, you've never heard of, you've never touched, you've never experienced, you're not familiar with, then you're not giving it space to come through. So really allowing your intuition to come through clearly is getting to the space of surrender, openness, releasing any expectations and allowing it to be something that you would never expect or you've never heard of. And that is how the information can finally come through. This is releasing the resistance. And if I think about the energy I'm in when I'm receiving intuitive information, it's a space of receiving. My body is relaxed. My body, it's like if I could give you a visual, it's like I'm leaning back. I'm not actually leaning back, but the energy of it is like I'm leaning back in a lounge chair, listening to some beautiful music, and I don't know what's going to come up. Someone's playing the best playlist for me, whatever it is. Like I'm in receiving. What's going to happen? I'm not pushing. I'm not grabbing. I'm relaxed. It's effortless. Fear is like, I'm tense. I'm tense. I'm blocked. I'm constricted. My body is tight. I'm not in the space to receive clearly. So fear blocks intuition in a number of ways, but because they're two different voices, right? So if the voice of my fear is really loud, is turned up all the way, then that's like, okay, that radio station is on really loudly. And so I'm not going to hear the other radio station of my intuition because I'm playing this one. Remember that focus is everything. So whatever we are giving more energy to, attention to, that we're taking action on, that whatever we're focusing on, that's going to grow. It's going to get bigger. We're adding more momentum to it. And so if you're always listening to your fear, always just going into your fear, listening to it, taking action on it, then of course the voice of your fear is going to get louder and louder. And your intuition is going to feel like it's getting quieter and quieter, which is why a lot of people feel like they can't hear their intuition. It's not that their intuition is gone, it's there, but they've turned the volume down so low and they turn the fear up so high because they keep listening to their fear and taking action on it and creating stories 
that feed into it. Most people live life from their fear. So of course that song gets really loud. The volume is turned all the way up. So if you want your intuition to become louder, you got to shift your energy, your focus, and your attention. Once again, the more time you just spend connecting with your intuition and listening to it, it gets louder and louder over time. And for me, I found that every time I took action on my intuition, because I felt like at first it was so subtle, like so subtle. I was like, is that really it? And then I would take action. I'm like, I'm just going to take this leap. I'm going to try it out. I took action. Now, it was like this big initiation. And then the volume went up five levels. I thought, whoa, it just got louder. And then I did it again. And I listened to my intuition. I took action on it. And then, whoa, volume got louder. And I just found that the more that I was paying attention to it, listening to it, taking action on it, living from it, it's gotten louder and louder and louder to where now that is the louder voice. But you know, I like to let my fear talk the same way. Like if I had a child who was afraid of something, I'm not going to be like, stop talking. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, get over it. I'm going to be like, like, let them talk about it. Like, well, how are you feeling? Like, what are you afraid of? Why are you afraid of that? Like, I will talk to my fear like it's a child and then like talk through it, talk through it. Basically like coaching my fear and playing devil's advocate, like being the voice of love and intuition. Same way I might for, I mean, a child or like even a friend, right? If a friend is coming to me like, oh my God, Christina, this is happening. Is that, that's happening. I'm afraid if I do that, this is going to happen. And they're like freaking out. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is just so fear-based. Like you can feel the energy. It's so ungrounded. None of this is rooted in reality. That's what fear does. It's like we create stories because of what we're afraid of. And then we can create these entire other worlds that are just not even rooted in, in reality. And people will think like intuition is not real or whatever. To me, it's like, okay, there are things that happen in life, circumstances play out, and that's all just neutral. For me, I feel like the fear is we're creating stories of negative things that are happening. Intuition is what are the positive possibilities that I can tune into related to this situation? And that's what, you know, most people do in their lives. Like we think about things, we're trying to figure out decisions we want to make or how people feel or whatever it is. And we just start to create stories in our heads. And how many of those stories are actually what's going on? But then what happens is we create a story typically based off of fear. And then because that's how we're viewing the situation, we do certain things, we say certain things, and we end up creating that scenario because we acted from the belief that that is what it was. And we create self-fulfilling prophecies from fear, but they're all just stories. And we could have created a different story. And that is where I like my intuition because my intuition allows me to tune into what is the best possibility here? What if, you know, fear is like this negative Nelly sometimes, negative Nancy, negative Nelly saying whatever. And it's like, you know what, negative Nancy, Nelly? What if though, this was actually a gift. What if there's an opportunity here or something bigger and better than I could have imagined to come through? Just what if? And that possibility, that hope is very powerful. Fear feeds fear. If I don't want to be run by my fear, if I don't want my fear to control me, then I got to stop giving it food and I need to start paying attention to what I do want to live my life from, which is love, which is what is my soul saying to me? How is my soul lovingly guiding me? What is it guiding me toward? And my ego might react with fear. 
my ego might say, oh my God, no, that's not possible. Or, but if I do that, this is going to happen. So my fear might react to that, but it's my intuition that's guiding me with love, just a neutral, loving guidance, pushing in this direction. Hey, we're telling you this. And I got to remember my soul knows more. My soul can see the bigger picture. But I literally think of fear as like this black fog that just covers things up so you can't even see. You can't even see through it or this big ball of yarn that you've got to sort through before you can do anything else. It's like this protective shield. It's a protective shield, right? And our fear isn't bad. It's not bad. It's helpful. It's, it's, it's helpful. It's an indicator. All emotions are helpful. But what's really powerful is if we go into that fear, we face it head on by, I'm not, I'm not even saying like facing the fear as in doing the thing, like just talking to it, like writing it out. What am I really afraid of? Why am I afraid of that? What's the worst thing I think is going to happen? What would I do in that situation? Is that really true? Like getting in the middle of the emotion actually, you know, in a safe way. And again, context really matters here. So depending on the situation, working with a professional, but it's really powerful to be able to face your emotions and get right in the middle of them and ask yourself what's really true. What's really true and what's a story that I'm making? And I know for me, whenever I don't know what my intuition is saying, it's because I'm avoiding my fear. I'm not, I'm not going into it. And so the fastest way for me to get to my intuition is moving through the fear, is by saying, all right, fear, what do you want to say? Bring it all up. What are all the crazy stories you've made up? What are all the situations that you are pulling from, from my past and telling me it's going to happen again? Like, let's just lay it all out on the table. And it's in having that conversation and facing it head on. It's, it's like you are having some issue with your partner and you're just trying to avoid it. You're just avoiding it. You're living your life and there's tension in the house. And it's like, you're, you can't just avoid it. Like you got to talk about it. You got to get through it. You got to work through it. You got to communicate through it. And when you do, you often become stronger as a couple because you have that difficult conversation and you learn more about each other and you've learned better communication, right? So I find it's the same thing with my fear. If I am feeling like my fear is truly just blocking me from seeing my intuition, I get right in the middle of it and I like go into it. And I just have to recognize that it is the fear and what really are the fears and like laying them all out on the table. And then my intuition can start to come through. And then what often happens is once I know what my intuition is telling me, I'm usually still afraid of whatever is going on. And I ask myself, what do I want to choose from? It's like they say in Manifestation Mastery, <laughs> the guides say, uh, what keeps you safe can also keep you small. Your fear tries to keep you safe, but that can also keep you small. So starting to recognize, is this fear just an illusion and a story trying to keep me in my current position because it's afraid of the unknown? Is this all just fear of the unknown? Or is this a legitimate fear of like, you know, maybe this not be, might not be a safe situation for me? Is my intuition aligning up with my fear, with my ego? That's one situation. Or is my intuition saying one thing and then my fear, my ego, the, my inner child, whatever, is stamping its feet and freaking out. And it doesn't want to be judged. It doesn't want to get itself in a worse position. It doesn't want to be rejected. It doesn't want to be whatever. And then I ask myself, like, who do I really want to be? And for me, I know that every time I have acted from my intuition, bigger, better things come in. So I've learned to move forward. And I just hold fear's hand. That's how I think about it. It's like, okay, fear, I know how you're feeling. I know what you're thinking and that's valid, but we can do this together. And can you just give me an opportunity to show you another way? Because fear 
doesn't have to control you. It's information, but at the end of the day, you decide what you choose from. So we have lots of different bits of data that are helpful. We have our ego, we have our fear, we have our minds, we have our authority in human design, we have our intuition, we have our psychic senses, we have our spirit guides, we've got our higher selves, we've got all kinds of bits of data we can collect from. But at the end of the day, what matters is, you know, when you're looking at all of that, you ask yourself, what's most aligned for me? And we have to be able to look at all those pieces of data and make that decision the same way we have to be able to hear 10 different opinions at the dining room table and still know what do I feel. And even if everybody at the table is saying something different, if deep in your gut you're like, no, this is what I believe, like you have to be able to stand firm in that because it doesn't matter what they say. It matters what resonates for you. But I think that asking good questions is always really helpful in every situation, especially here, right? So is this coming from love or fear? Is this coming from scarcity or abundance? What is my fear saying? What is my soul saying? What is my heart saying? What's the worst that can happen? What would I choose if I was committed to not holding myself back? And that's the thing. I always feel like fear, when it's not serving us, has an energy of it's holding me back. But when fear is serving us, because it does serve a purpose and sometimes it's protecting us very positively it's it's not a feeling of it's holding me back underneath it is a feeling of it is keeping me safe so i find that there's a deeper texture and energy even underneath the fear itself but i think that a lot of people are waiting for expecting like the day to come where they have zero fear and their intuition is just so loud and they you know never have the fear come up and you know i don't know that i believe anybody has that. Like, I don't know if people say that like super spiritual people, like I have no fear. I don't know if they say that. Um, but I don't think I believe that. Uh, what I can tell you is I have fear come up all the time. I just listen to my intuition more often than not. (laughs) Right. So you can waste your whole life, like waiting for the fear to go away you know, courage is, it's not being fearless. It's knowing what your fear is, but, but choosing the higher path anyway, choosing to follow your intuition. And it's the same thing. I say this with confidence too, or even I was talking recently with people around like podcasting or throwing events. And I'm like, there's all kinds of things I do in my business all the time now where like I get nervous or I'm nervous XYZ is going to happen. I freaking out, but I still do it. And if I was waiting, like with podcasting, if I was waiting until the day when I felt fully comfortable and I never had any nerves or whatever, I'd be waiting literally forever. If I was waiting until I felt like a project was complete to put it out there, I'd be waiting for forever. Nothing's perfect. Nothing really feels complete. It's like every book. I'm like, you know what? You just gotta get over, I just gotta go get over it. I'm always gonna find something else I wanna change or adjust, but at some point, it's just gotta get out there and you just got to move forward. And so I think the thing to pay attention to is like, where am I in this energy of waiting? Where am I in this energy of being stuck? And is there a piece of my fear that's keeping me stuck that I'm listening to? Because when you follow your intuition, the energy moves. It's not a feeling of being stuck and we're naturally meant to move and flow and change. It's the nature of the universe. That is how nature works. Things are moving. Things are transforming. There's death and rebirth. 
So whenever we're feeling stuck, we're going to feel that resistance or misalignment because that's not how energy is supposed to be. It's supposed to always be moving. It is always moving. And intuition keeps the energy moving, right? So where we're stuck, ask yourself, where is my fear acting like, like a like a pin, keeping things stuck, or a linchpin, however you want to view it, or a weight just tying me down. That's what the fear is, the weight tying you down, and you're a balloon. So I hope that this conversation sparks something within you. It's not about waiting for your fear to go away. It's about working with it, acknowledging it, getting to know it, and also getting to know the voice of love, the voice of intuition, and really just realizing that you have the power to decide what you want to take action on and from. So if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media and tag me, tag at Christina on the channel podcast. And don't forget, if you have a question for the podcast, you can submit it at christinathechannel.com slash pod, P-O-D. And that way all the questions are organized and I can answer yours on a future episode. That's going to be it for today. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.